Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Reigns. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday, and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in, and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. I would sip, and I'd be like, but the coffee was good, dude. It's some good coffee. <laughs> well, if like, it's seriously. good, then make some noise. Yeah, let me tell you all this brand. It's called Elevate Coffee Trading. They That's from Guatemala, and they donate a lot of it towards the education in Guatemala and clean water in Guatemala. And so it's called Elevate Coffee Trading. They're, the guy that, that owns it is in Texas. And he actually sponsored one of our races, which is how I know about the company. But um, real quick, I posted on our Instagram story again in the old fashion, like at seven or eight in the morning. And I said, feel free to ask us a question for this show. And, and it's been up for an hour. We have no responses, but we did have one last week that I forgot to look at. So we'll kind of just hop into the question that we got last week. So it's from Poncho underscore runs. He ran Ramble in the Brambles, hey. one of the races we put on. He said, how would you look back and reflect on all the progress you've made with your brand? So we'll touch on this real quick. And then I had a topic I wanted this to talk about for the show. But as far as the brand goes, how would you look back and reflect on all the progress? Well, I look back and I I look at a strong foundation being built. And then now we're just building on top of the foundation. So that's how I see it. And as far as progress goes, it's been a lot of hard work. It's been a lot of consistency. And I think that's one of the biggest things is consistency. There's a lot of things that I've tried and thrown out. Like we were doing run of the week every week. We don't do that anymore. But there's a lot of things we've stayed consistent with, like the podcast and the races, obviously, and Instagram content, and um, so, and also apparel as well. So right, yeah, I would. I can't really speak to the beginnings of Texas Outlaw because my um, involvement was pretty limited. But uh, yep. just being able to develop relationships with people in the field. So when we're actually at races um, and kind of get our brand out there through word of mouth, because early on uh, people weren't really talking about it, but I feel like two years running, like the the second year running, you know, the Chupacabra or the East Texas Ultra stuff like that, people are now beginning to recognize the name and um, yeah, that's exciting, <laughs> I guess. And then, I mean, we have, like you said, we built that foundation and we're ready to go from there. I, I've also started to realize that we can't do everything all at once, even as much as we would like to, yeah. you know? So it's going to be a long, it's gonna be a long road ahead, but um, it's fun. I think that's probably what you and I get out of it is that it's just, it's fun to build the brand and to kind of develop your own thing. So. Yep, it's been a lot of progress, and it's a big process within of itself. And it's been cool to see 
some of the races grow specifically like the second year races we put on this year, like the Jupacabra. I remember the first year we put that on, we had like 30 people. And I remember thinking in my head, man, this, this might be a big race one day. And then the second year we had like 60 people double. And then with plans going into this third year and with a new course map and some new distances. And now that we really got it kind of fine tuned, I guess the word is for it. I, I bet we'll, we'll have like 80, 90 people. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm excited for the future of the Chupacabra race. That's the, that's a West Texas race we've put on. It's a, something like an 18 K 50 K and a 50 mile race, but we added on like a seven or eight K distance for the upcoming year. We're going to be doing yeah. a new website design for all the races. So all the races are going to have the same. Um, they're all going to have the, what's the word I'm looking for here? They're all going to look the same kind Template of. Template. Yeah. The format's going to be the same because they're all different except yeah. for like the super unique races, like the backland. It kind of has this like old school website feel and we're going to keep that for it. But everything else, it's going to transition to look all like the same format and we're going to do that for all the races. So look forward to that. But yeah, it's definitely, it's hard because with build, building a brand, especially a new one, I'd say the first few years are the most crucial because you're building your reputation and you don't want to have a bad reputation. <laughs> so whenever you're building a brand, it's really like just trying to like do things perfect. And like, there's obviously a lot of um, issues that, come with that because you can't be perfect and Nuke had issues with um a race but you know there's sometimes we put on a race and it goes perfect like the east texas ultra last year it went almost perfect we need to add like a guy at a checkpoint because there's an out and back and so there's some people there we caught a guy cheating and we had a um we had to disqualify him after the fact uh but like the fire trail running festival in near San Antonio, that went perfect, I would say. And so just yeah. building that up. And like we've had issues with people, definitely. Uh, I would say it's just been a handful of people and the rest has been really good support. So yeah, and it, we're kind of in this weird period right now to where I'm going into school and then Asher's working on putting on races for the fall. And so we're in this period of Texas Outlaw to where there's no races. So there's not really much to our brand. So that's why we're going we've really gone all in on the podcast and really enhanced it. So that way it it's extra. It's it's something. So that way people are, can get some type of valuable content from the brand. That's that's one thing that's big. That's why I started the podcast was because I had no races and I needed content. And so I started the podcast to pull yeah. content from. And so like I, and I, and I like that, like whenever you're able to really just kind of fine tune the races. So once you like get used to putting on races and organizing them, then you could then like during this pause period to where I'm not going to put on another race till December, I'm just kind of in this moment of like, okay, what can we make better? What other part of the brand can we make better? And so that's why we're doing this content. And uh, I've enjoyed the show every Monday, and I think we've had a lot of listeners hop right on as soon as, like in the morning, Monday morning, I checked the stats. We have like 30, close to like 30 people that are have already listened to it before like 8 a.m. So it's been cool. Right. Yeah. That's cool. So anyways, uh, 
yeah, that's uh, you have anything else you want to say about the brand of Texas Outlaw running at you? Um, well, I will say this this, I mean, this is sort of related, this is related. It's funny, like Texas Outlaw running, I am Arkansan by heart, so it's sort of hard, not not really hard for me to back Texas Outlaw because it's got the word Texas in it, but it's just a little different. Like, I have to be like, okay. I can get behind Texas. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to help out with some some Texas people. But no, it's it's been fun. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing now is it's not even just Texas. Like it's it's the foundation is Texas, but it's expanding. So Asher's Asher's first race is October eighth in Chattanooga, Tennessee, called the Chickamauga Fall Classic. Chickamauga is the name of the lake by the state park where the race is putting on and the Chickamauga is actually a battle back in the civil war that Abraham Lincoln, his side had won and it took place in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area. And so yep. we got, some, we got the logo made and everything and the website is up right now. So if you're listening and y'all want to go out to Chattanooga, Tennessee in the fall or, you know, somebody or you got family, yeah, yeah, y'all go check out that race. Asher's going to be putting it on. Yep. And it'll be his first race without me being there. So, yep. Branching out. Yep. Asher's kind of been, he's been kind of like my co race director for the past year and a half. And then he put on his first ever race where he was the race director in May in Arkansas, his hometown. Yep. And he did a really great job. And so, yeah. Yeah, um, I was going to say something. I don't remember now, but thanks. Yeah. Having a good time. Yeah, and I will say, you know, if anyone's out there like that's interested in building a brand, you have to be really think of supply and demand. So I would I would say like in North Texas, um, the, the, the demand's met as far as running content and races. So like anywhere in North Texas, DFW, anywhere around that area. Um, I mean, there's races at all the state parks now, and there's a race every weekend somewhere in the area. And there's a couple podcasts that are based out of the area. Not only this one, but there's the big ASS runner podcast and they're in North Texas. And then I know like this guy, his name's Andrew Marvin. He started up happy ending trail crew and that's like kind of a deal too. So yeah. So you really be aware of your market. And if there's already like an over oversupply, which I feel like there kind of is right now, as far as running content in North Texas, when it comes to trail and ultra running, then I would say like move to a different area or focus on a different area. That's not already oversaturated. Yeah. Or on the flip side of that, you just bring something new to the table that the market isn't oversaturated with. So I've been thinking a lot about um, our exposure to like younger runners. And I know a lot of younger runners are usually involved in, you know, high school running or uh, college running. And so trail running isn't necessarily something that's on their radar. Um, but you and I were we're young guys. I'm just out of college. You have one year left. Uh, and it's like, what, what about our perspective towards trail running? Can we bring to these people that, you know, brings them in? Um, 
and I'm kind of interested to hear what you think about, like I've had some ideas when it comes to just online content, because I mean, as we know, everyone in our generation pretty much is always on their phone. And I feel like that's where we have an advantage compared to other race companies is like you and I grew up with social media and I've got it. Not only like is my meat is my degree in this field that social media marketing basically. Uh, But like, it's something I've been studying over the past, like, couple years like several years like since high school i've been like really getting into social media marketing so i feel like we have an advantage when it comes to that and uh younger runners as as far as trail and ultra running it's like the demographics for trail and ultra running are like 40 to 60 years old and it's hard to pull in younger runners but they're out there like i've met them like they're some of my closest friends and so they're out there but there's not a lot of them yeah and, you know, if if our brand, if Texas Outlaw Running, if we decided to make like a cross country and track subcategory of the company to where we went on and we put on like cross country meets, track meets or like camps or something um, and targeted those people, dude, we would dominate just because of not only our experience, but our, our connections we have within NCAA. Um, right. We have a lot of like really fast well-known people and friends and connections to those people. Right. And so like we could dominate as far as, but that's all that's all they're thinking about though. Like all the younger people, um, including us, but all they're focusing on is speed and trying to make it be fast. Whereas trail running, you can still win. And that's the part I kind of like about trail running because it's not super competitive. So it's easy to win, which is fun to do um at least for us but it's just they're focused on speed and and shorter distances and trying to like run a 5k pr 8k or 10k and they're not really focused on um running you know 30 something miles because they're looking at it from a competitive standpoint whereas trail and ultra running is looking at it from almost like a um, I would say honestly, a hippie perspective. Like I would honestly consider child runners modern day hippies. Like yeah. I, including including me. So because it's it's kind of like you're out there and you're just kind of meditating and you know enjoying the beautiful view. Or yeah, maybe you are trying to win a race. It's more of an experience than it is a race to most people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. yeah. It's like time out in the woods, um, getting to enjoy yourself, or not even the woods. You know, out in the desert, out in the mountains, wherever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I agree with that. And then if you're going those distances, it's a challenge. It's not like you're necessarily racing other people. You are pushing your body to new limits. But um, my point there is there are all these people in our generation that are young, younger people in our generation that I see that don't really have like a hobby that they could pursue. And so how can we get some of these people to be like oh yeah trail running is an easy um outlet for you to come out and just enjoy yourself for a day and if you have a little competitive spirit then you know go out there and race but if not just go have fun i don't know i want i want there to be more draw to uh the activity but it's easier said than done (laughs) yeah and i i really think it just comes down to a lack of knowledge of the sport too because i didn't find about 
find out about trail and ultra running till I think it was like 2018. But when I found out, I was instantly hooked. It's like, dude, this yeah, is awesome. And but the perspective on it though was my perspective on life had changed first. So my perspective on life was like, okay, like when I die and I look back at my life, am I gonna look back with regret or knowing that I've done everything like that I've wanted and amazing things and I done amazing things and and trail and ultra running is kind of that. It's like one of those epic adventures that you partake on whenever you go and sign up for a trail race. And uh I I really think to draw in the younger generation, like seriously, I think the best thing to do would be to enter the space but add a little twist to it. So it'd be really cool to somehow put together like a cross country meet or a track meet, but make it really different. Like when yeah. I what I mean by that is let's say we put on like a cross country race or something and we invite out all these people or teams or whatever. But the cross country race is literally like, it starts out in a field, but like there's sections of it that go through like, like wide, but single track kind of trails like out in the yeah. woods. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I think it would just, it's just letting people know about it. And like, I, I don't know the guys on our cross country team here at Southern Arkansas University. Go mirror, go mirror riders. But uh, these guys, like, they know about it because I talk about it, and they know about trail and ultra running, but they don't seem to have any interest in it. Uh, yeah, I'm like, how could you not have any draw to it? But I think that's because of their perspective on life, maybe. Yeah. Who knows. I will say that the one thing that hooked me into trail running was trail running documentaries, mm-hmm. specifically the Barkley Marathon. Like yeah. When I watched when I watched um, the race that eats its young, or no, the the original documentary that was like made in 2016 or 2015, um, where I think three guys or two guys completed the whole thing. Um, that just completely blew my mind because I think it was the unknown that surrounded the race when it came to like distance and then the weird checkpoints, you know, you hear the, the uh, pages from the book Um, and then the difficulty and just seeing, seeing the true grit that the racers went through and how many, you know, the percentage of them that dropped that weren't able to complete even three loops. Um, was just really fascinating and that kind of opened my eyes to the sport which i know a lot of ultra marathons are not the same <laughs> not nearly as uh, you know difficult or they don't have the same format but it, it still gave me exposure to what it can be so that kind of brings me back to my point about um social media presence for me and you is like if we could put stuff out there that's like oh yeah i just went out 10 mile run um this morning in the woods i'm training for this 100 mile you know run through the woods stuff like that are you talking um, about like on texas outlaw or for personal just personal like if we were to be yeah. building our personal brands or yeah, yeah that's something we should do is really go kind of real. yeah you know we should go ham on the personal brands and honestly dude 
I think when going about it, like you can beforehand be over analytical and look at like, okay, what are the top runners doing for their content? Or like, you know, but honestly, bro, I say just kind of jump into it and then figure it out as you go. Cause that's kind of what we've been doing. It's kind of the, you know, it's kind of what I've been doing and that, I mean, that's what you got to do. So I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I think so. Just takes but, a little gumption. I know we got a lot on our plate already, but um, yeah, that's, that's one thing I've been thinking about for myself is uh, like that one reel I posted um, about, you know, race directing my first race. Yeah, that was so cool. That was such a cool reel. If you haven't checked it out, go on <laughs> Asher's Instagram page. It's going to be, what's your Instagram handle? My Instagram handle is Asher freaking Hamlin. Asher freaking Hamlin. And, yeah. uh, Go yeah. to reel and check out my reel. Yeah, Josh, our photographer, he put that together, right? Yeah. Yeah. And dude, it is cool. It's Ash's first race race directing, and it's so like it's it's really cool. Yeah. So, what kind of feedback did you get from that video? From like your from the younger audience? A lot of people liked it. And then I know Instagram is pushing reels right now, uh, which is a good thing. But it ended up getting like six thousand views. I think it's it's six thousand right now. And the funny thing is, the more, um, and uh, there's got to be an algorithm, you know, that oh, absolutely. Notices, notices what you're doing. But the more that I, because I was going to post a second reel, um, <laughs> but I don't think my phone could handle like the amount of content that was, I, I was trying to edit it once because <laughs> yeah. um, it's an older phone. But the more I was on the editing app, the more exposure I got, like more likes, more views. So just a little just a little hint out there. If you're trying to get some exposure with reels, which I know this is off topic, but <laughs> be Dude. on the edit app, be on Instagram, and you'll you should blow up. So honestly, bro, like now that I think about it, dude, if you do like a if if we can get Josh to like like put together a really cool reel for us of us trail running, like a race. Yes. Like if me and you sign up for a race and he like he like kind of follows every now and then, and he puts together a cool sixty second reel for us, dude. I did like with swag music and us like grinding up a mountain, bro, and like a beautiful like you know peaks behind us, you know, dude, that would pop, and and I really think that stuff would draw people in because when I first came to trail running, I found it because I found an ultra running documentary on YouTube. That's how I found it, and it was like I want to say it was either by Billy Yang or or the Ginger Runner. And those guys put out some awesome trail running documentaries. And that's how I found it, dude, is yeah. from content online. And if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would ever found it. And it's not like if I went and ran out in some trail in North Texas, I would have got hooked because the trails out in North Texas are pretty bland and, you know, they're flat and there's nothing super exciting unless you're from like the desert, maybe. But, um, like, the, just the idea of knowing like, oh, there's like big races out there with mountains is what keeps me addicted to the trails is not just like I do enjoy being out in nature and trail running. But if it's some like just ugly, just average trail, like in the woods, like, I don't know, like I'll do it for training, but that's not going to hook me. It's the idea of knowing the big races that are out there that are beautiful or the idea of being able to run out in the mountains of Colorado or just anywhere, you know. That's what hooks me, bro. That's that's why I run on trails is because I'm like, 
and, and also the the health benefits of running on trails like it it helps all the you know the muscles in your legs that you don't use when you run on grass or road it's yep. it's good stuff and so if yep. i were ever a coach which i i mean lord willing, i'd be down to be a coach when i'm like 80 or something but i would have my cross-country athletes so whether college or high school once a week i'd have them go do an easy run out on the trails um uh, just to get those muscles activated like that I like yeah. that bro yep but yeah i did we'll uh we'll see what we end up doing but i would really like to draw on runners if we were doing what we're doing right now but it was just all cross country and track it would be big you think yeah but i mean we're passionate about trail and ultra running like yeah we're like i we're passionate about track and cross country but like at least for me trail running's where my heart is so yeah yeah i think something really cool that we could end up doing in the future or i could see myself doing is like even next summer just reach out to some some high schools you know around arkansas or around wherever and be like hey can we use your track for a day or for a night and do like a, a nighttime track series something like that would be really really cool where you know these high school athletes that are probably in the middle of their summer training or college athletes and they are just bored of not racing they can come out and do like a weird event or a, a relay with their friends something like that Dude, um which i realized like when i think about it i'm like okay we gotta have a timing system which that's really the only thing and the rest we got covered but yeah i think a timing system for track events is important because you you want consistency but um and i wanted you know trail you know textile are running yeah we're majority trail and ultra but we put on trail ultra and road races like we're not i know we're heavy in trail and ultra but the reason it's called texas outlaw running company and not trail running is because i want to be able to put on road marathons and stuff too and even track meets so now that i think about it Ashley. We need to put on a track meet or something next summer. We need to. We need to. Either in, I think we should do it in Dallas and Little Rock. It would be big in both. Yeah. Like do it somewhere in DFW. Like Irving is right there in the middle of Dallas and Fort Worth. Do yeah. one there, dude. We would get a ton of people, bro. Like we could, we could drag some people in because we get, we know a lot of people in those areas. I know a lot of people in DFW. A lot of I got a, a lot of good buddies that are running in college from right. the area. You got a lot of buddies running college in Little Rock area. Yep. So we could put something together. And I think maybe um, from that, we could, you know, kind of try to introduce them to trail and ultra running. And then yeah, have like a booth where it's like we also put on trail ultra events yeah. during the, which it'll be during the school year. But then we have more exposure to people that might not have heard us. And I'm talking about like, their parents because that's another thing is a lot of runners where do they get it from usually family members like parents and you know brother sister so yeah that might might be a good idea for us yeah i like that i think so too yeah and then i mean everybody else kind of after like 25 and up everybody's i mean it's pretty good variation of people that run as far as ages go yeah so 
Yeah, dude. I mean, we're the youngest people in the game, dude. Like, as far <laughs> as running, like, we're the youngest guys in the game. And so, or trying ultra running, as far as, like, doing races and maybe even content, we're the youngest guys. So, I think it's up to us as of right now, based off of other, I mean, there's the Ridge Runners. They put on a podcast. They're young, too. Those are cool guys. But um, I think it's up to us to decide how we can do this. Yeah. Who, I mean, how is a, you know, all these other older race directors and people that are doing these race companies are older. How are they going to know what we like? Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they could ask and do surveys, but you know, this is a question that pops up at the U S trail running conference every year. And it's just, um, you know, it's a good conversation, but I feel like it's kind of a simple, but hard answer. This, the simple answer is create content that's cool and quick and will get your attention really fast because that's what it takes in this generation and make it cool within yeah. our generation. That's the simple answer. Now, the hard part is just actually doing it, actually getting the content, putting it together, getting the music, and then posting it consistently. Yeah. So, and I'm glad we got to talk about this topic because you and I both our business majors you've already graduated i'm about to graduate and so the thing i like about this is i don't want to be like hey we're experts but not only did we study it but like i've been doing it for the past several years of my life so like yeah. i i do have some some knowledge when it comes to this i don't know everything there's a lot of people i know a lot more than me but i'm glad we got to talk about something that we actually either studied or lived through or worked through so yeah exactly so yeah, that wasn't the direction I was going to go with the show. I was going to have us talk about mental toughness, but you're going to have us talk about what? Say it again. Mental toughness. Mental toughness. But we can maybe touch on that later. But uh, man, yeah. you got anything you want to say before we uh, cut it off here? Nothing. Nothing. Cool. Hey, if you if you well, I will say this: if you guys know any younger people that are looking for an activity, or they're not so sure about the sport they've chosen. Direct them our way. Um, tell them about our podcast. Tell them about. Don't even direct them our way. Just tell them about ultra running in general, yes. and hopefully they'll find Texas Outlaw running along the way, so. or or whatever else they find. Yeah, it's just a good activity to to pursue, in my opinion. But all right, guys. Um, I do have a request. So I was on Spotify, and it shows that there's no ratings on our Spotify. So if you're listening on Spotify. We'd love if you could give us a rating, preferably a good one, but an honest one. We don't have any way to keep this up but through you guys. So if you want to join the Patreon, we would love you too if you want to help support. Link is below. So if you're on whatever you're listening to, if you scroll down, the link's there to our Patreon. And you could donate to the show through that. So, yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll see you all next Monday on Shooting the Bull.